Welcome to another episode of Broken Arrow Pulse. It's Native American his Native American Heritage Month, November. So we have some very special guests with us today. Yazzie, tell us about it. You're right, Chris. Today we have Mrs. Docto and Braden Beach. And today they're gonna here to celebrate Native American Heritage Month with us. Yep. Can y'all just tell us a little bit about yourselves and what you do and Anything else? Uh, so I am a senior at Broken Arrow High School, and uh, I am both Creek and Seminole, but I'm enrolled in Creek. Uh, Creek I play lacrosse, and um, occasionally I go to a native church and uh, play stickball. That's awesome. How I'm, about you, Miss Docto? I'm Mrs. Docto. I am formerly an English teacher that um, moved into the Indian Education Program in Broken Arrow several years ago. Um, here on campus, I'm, my official title is the Youth Development Specialist, but I always just tell everybody I'm an additional resource for all of our Native students on campus. Okay. I always thought of you as kind of just like a Native counselor. A little bit. A little bit. Yeah. Okay. Well, since we know a little bit more, a little bit more about you guys and get into a little interview part, right? Sounds good. Okay. So first question, which term is more appropriate? Native American, um, American, American Indian, Indian, or Alaska Native, Eskimo, all that stuff, too? Uh, for me, honestly, I think it's none of those. I think uh, what most people agree now is the most appropriate term would be indigenous people. Indigenous, yep. I completely uh, agree. Brayden and I kind of kind of tossed this around earlier, especially with the younger people. Um, terminology is changing. What's more socially acceptable? Um, I really don't think that... Many people are offended by the term Indian or Native American, right. or even for a while, American Indian was, right. was very acceptable. But there has been a shift to move to possibly like indigenous. So we're right. actually even looking at that as far as a name change for our program. Right. Oh, okay. So indigenous. Indigenous. How about you? You got anything? What are some uh, tribal colleges and where can we attend them or who can attend them? Okay, well, I can, and Brayden, I definitely want to hear your experience as the student, but um, let me just say that this is a big part of my job here on campus, is to help uh, direct Native students towards scholarships, college opportunities, things like that. So um, if you are on my Indian education uh, roster and get those messages, please pay attention because we just put out so much good information and so many good opportunities for you guys. There are... Um, there are scholarship opportunities within your tribe. So depending on which tribe you are, we've got, you know, links for the, that information. Um, and then there's, there's you know, generic uh, Native American scholarships. And I have links for all of those things in our announcements. Okay. Um, tribal colleges. So the one that's most in our region is Haskell Indian Nations University. Um, it's in Lawrence, Kansas. Yep. And um, I know that some of you, I'm thinking, might be um, interested in visiting there and possibly even attending. Uh, we do have some Broken Arrow kids there right now. Um, it's an amazing opportunity. If you are out there and you're Native American and you do not know how you're going to go to college, please, please come talk to us. So I have a question. Yes. Is it just Native Americans that can get in that or is, like who can, who all can get in? That is a really good question, Chris, and I was going to take a look at that. I am going to say I do not think that it's just exclusive to Native Americans, okay. but we can certainly, and that's one of those things that if you guys come to me with questions, mm -hmm. I can look into all of that. It's extremely affordable, um, especially for Natives. 
just the, the living, the, the cost of everything there. And it happens to sit next to KU. KU. So there's a big, big um, college atmosphere there in Lawrence and yep. a lot going on there. So um, definitely something that we can help you guys look at. Uh, then as far as the student side goes, uh, I'm actually uh, looking to go to Haskell uh, Indian College uh, in Lawrence. Uh, one, just because uh, I think they offer a lot of great resources for uh, Native students, as well as uh, most of it, you know, for me at least, will be paid for. So uh, my plan right now is to go and get my basics out of the way for, you know, go for two or three years and then transfer to either KU or OSU to further my uh, computer engineering degree, which I'm currently looking into. Ooh, computer engineering? Yeah. What all goes with that? Uh, I mean, a lot of it, like, uh, there's a bunch of different sides to it. So uh, right now I'm probably looking for more like the, um, I guess, like coding and tech support part side of it. So okay. technical engineer? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, originally I wanted to be a mechanical engineer, but after talking to some experts and some friends that are in the field, uh, they say that, most businesses aren't even hiring or looking to hire mechanical engineers anymore since everything's going more digital. They want yeah. computer engineers. Wow. That, that makes sense. Definitely yes, makes definitely. sense. Um, there, there are a couple of other um, in the regions. We just recently, and I mean outside of our region, excuse me, we just recently had IAIA, which stands for Institute of American Indian Arts, um, come out and speak with us incredible opportunity for anybody okay. that is somewhat artistic and that could be creative writing that could okay. be museum studies that could right. be dance art um out in santa fe and okay. you can santa get fe. out there and the culture is so rich there is just so much to do there and their campus participates in in all of the things um that you, that, you know people would be interested in out in the southwest okay so the next question is what are the differences between tribes, like what makes one tribe different than another? Like you said, you were like Seminole, right? Seminole, Seminole Creek. Creek. What makes those different? Um, uh, for me, some of it is just like um, a lot of the culture is the same, but at the same time, there is uh, key differences between all of them. Okay. And uh, as a former Indian Ed student, uh, we kind of went in depth into the differences between them. I mean, and then I mean, you also have like the baseline stuff where. Uh, certain tribes for their uh, students and the people of those tribes, they get different benefits. Like I know that Cherokee, as opposed to Creek, they get free hunting and fishing licenses. Okay. Uh, so it can be as simple as that. And then it can be, you know, on the uh, topic of like schooling, it can be like scholarships and, you mm -hmm. know, things you look into like that. Definitely have different benefits. And I should have introduced myself as Cherokee when we started. Um, Brayden just reminded me when he said what tribe he was. Um Lots of different um, opportunities, but so the main things would be different languages, I think would be right. like the base level, big right. difference. So yes, they do all have their own languages. And um, I would say overall, not not a lot of crossover. So really? definitely have that individual language. And interesting little bit of trivia, when the last native speaker um, passes away, that tribe is no longer federally recognized. So there is a big push right wow. now for native language revitalization. Mm -hmm. um, and there are even free classes out there that you can take for Cherokee or Muscogee um, to try to keep that language preserved and keep going. I know the Muscogee one has one. Absolutely. Because me and my mom have been doing that. Good. So. 
like word of the day stuff. Yes, yes, we yeah. did that in my class. So Braden was in my Indian Ed class in middle school, and absolutely, we prepared for um, the Muscogee Creek Nation Challenge Bowl, and we learned quite a bit of the language. So. Yeah, uh, and I mean, as far as the language side of it goes, um, it, it is really interesting, but at the same time, I feel like uh, one of the problems with the uh, revitalization of the language is that, you know, for schooling, we have to take... Um, foreign language courses, uh, but a lot of the native languages aren't recognized as yeah. uh, foreign languages, which sure. makes it a pain. Like I took three years of uh, language through Indian Ed, and and now you have to choose a different one because yeah, they don't. I had to go it. and take a computer's course yeah. to uh, pick up for my missed language. I'm actually so glad that he brought that up because um, we are working on that. We are working okay. very diligently on that, okay. and in the near future, we have huge expectations to be able to um, bring uh, at least one, if not two native languages into the school and it be, Ooh, and it be an elective. Yes. Good. That's so, a W. Yeah, we're definitely, definitely working on that right now. That's a W. Isn't it? Yeah. yeah. That'd be great because like you said, he had took three years of that language and he had to go take another course because he couldn't get those credits. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Wow. All right, next question is going to be about, have y'all heard about the Killers of the Flower Moon and the Osage Murders and all that? Uh, I've heard of the book that, you know, all of that's based around. So, but I mean, as far as that, I know that, you know, there's a movie and stuff coming up. But outside of that, I haven't looked super far into it. Yeah. Yeah. So it, the book is um, fantastic. It it really just, everybody um, has... Read it. It's really, really good. Um, so I have read the book. And then this year at the beginning of the school year, our Indian education department got to go and listen to the author. And that was wow. that was so interesting. Wow. So um, David Grant is the author of Killers of the Flower Moon. And yes, um, if you've seen in the news, Martin Scorsese is producing the film. They filmed right here in Oklahoma, Paul Heska. Wow was kind of turned into, you know, an old-timey um, Osage town and Leonardo DiCaprio. So it's it's going to be a That's big awesome. thing. And, and what's awesome. so cool about that is it's going to shine a light on something in pop culture that a lot of people will see and be interested in right. that is part of our history that has right. not been explored. So, right. yes. Kind of like um, when they made the, was it Rev, Res Boys or something like oh, that? Oh, Res, yes, Res, Reservation Dogs. Reservation Dogs, Reser- yeah. Res- yeah. Yes, that, yeah. that is um, super popular right now. Mm-hmm. Brayden, have you watched? Yeah, I've watched okay. most of it. Good. So yeah. he knows more about it than I do, but it, it has been hugely popular and keeps getting picked up for yeah. another season. Yeah, it is. Uh, it's really interesting. I actually had a, uh, I talked to a friend uh, uh, a while back, and their, uh, one of their cousins was actually in it. He nice. was, wow. He was, uh, That's cool. He got to, you know, he went and tried out. He, you know, uh, didn't quit his job, but he took time off work from bagging groceries to go and try out, and he, he got the part. Hey. So it was cool. really interesting. So but, that was great because they they did use a lot of locals, um, yes. you know, as extras in the movies. And if you guys went way back in time, you know – like old TV, old mm-hmm. movies, they didn't even use natives to play native roles. So yeah. we have progressed, thank goodness, yeah. so far. <laughs> yeah. And we are filming in Oklahoma. Yeah, we are awesome. filming real natives. We are we are bringing these stories out. Um, the Osage Murders is what that is based on. Yeah. And it is a huge, a huge interesting story um, in our history. So going more on that, wasn't it like something about they, they removed some, they removed like, Somewhere they moved to like an oil 
oil right. field and then right. like a whole bunch of like settlers and Europeans that came, they found out like it was on an oil reservation. At first when they moved them there, they didn't know. Right. And then once they found out, they made like they basically called them stupid and made uh, like a whole joke about them, which was not a great thing. Um, but basically like they kept their money from them. Like they let them have the money, but they like controlled how much they got. And it was very, very little. And then as like it went on, they, they wanted the land more. So then they started killing people off to get that land. So the Osage people, when they, when it was discovered that they were on this, you know, mineral rich land, um, it became the richest area immediately. Right. And they would have to, the, the Osage people would have to have a caretaker that allowed them permission to spend their money. And of wow. course, that was a white person. Yeah. And so um, scheming, you know, criminal activity, mm-hmm. they started trying to find ways to benefit from that money that was not rightfully theirs. So, so great, great story. Lots, lots to learn from it. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Burden, you have anything to? I mean, we just about covered most of it. I mean, you got to, and you know, on that side of history, you got to take the good and the bad. Yeah. And, but it's yeah. good that it's all coming out. Yes. Okay. So, speaking of the good, what's your favorite native meal? My oh. favorite native meal. Uh, Should we say it at the same time? It's I mean, going to yeah, be Indian sure. tacos, right? Yeah. I, I, yeah, I, I mean, really. You, yeah. Yeah. Everybody loves. Chris hasn't had them. I haven't. You haven't. I'm oh, blown You're missing away, out. Missing You're missing out. out. So fry bread, and then you yeah. do all of the taco toppings, toppings on it. But I mean, there are other things. Yeah. yeah. I, I also really like uh, grape dumplings. I like the sweet. Yeah, those are the two I've heard. I like the texture. I am those literally going. He hasn't tried those either. I haven't tried them. He hasn't tried any native meals. We will. I will bring some. Okay, okay I will yeah. bring some. So tonight we have a cultural night, yeah. um, and I hope that some of you are able to make it because Definitely. by the time this airs, you know, we will have had it already. Mm-hmm. Um, fantastic. Just watch those announcements, you know, watch for things that are going on in the area. But, yeah, I'm going to make grape dumplings with Miss Bogart right after oh, nice. this. So, yes, so we will we'll, really we'll make good. sure you get some to try. Can't wait. Are you going to yeah. be there tonight? Uh, I'm going to try to make it. You know, it's over at Oneida. You know, right. I went What's to on? school at. Six to eight. Mm-hmm. Six, Six to eight. eight. It's going to be a good time. Okay. What are your favorite type of things in your culture? Mm-hmm. Uh, my favorite things in my culture, um, it, I would like to say that it, it started when I was pretty young because uh, my mother's side is more native than my father's side is. And uh, when I was younger, they took me out to uh, a native, what I can best describe as a native church out in Bixby uh, that's owned by my uh, mom's side of the family. It's all hand-built. Uh, it's, it's a great place to be. Uh, they have service and then, uh, we all eat together. Uh, and you know, they're in there making native dishes all the time. And that that food is really good. Um, you got to go back a couple of generations probably to, you know, my second or third, you know, great, great grandfather. Uh, but they, you know, they all hand built it. Like if you look at the property, uh, there's like a cemetery that they dug out. Uh, then they have essentially the house where we have meals and then they have the actual uh, church itself. And uh, while the food is really good and one of my favorite parts, just cause I like to eat uh, another part of it is that uh, you get to see all the, uh, all the tribes coming together. Cause it's not exclusive to one tribe, but uh, while it's not exclusive, they do uh, a very interesting thing where the first half of the service is in English. And then the other half is in Muskogee. 
So they have both English you know, uh, Bibles and scriptures, and then they have uh, the entirety of the Bible written in Muskogee. That's that awesome. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So That's awesome. get, getting to sit in there and listen to uh, uh, the you know elders talk is is amazing. It's yeah. it's you know it's a great experience, uh, and I love being there. You know, I have a bunch of uh, cousins that you know they look more native than I do, mm-hmm. and you know they're they're just so much fun to be around. And uh, then I said on the side that, uh, you know, occasionally I try to pick up and go play stickball because I play lacrosse and, uh, you know, lacrosse is somewhat derived from yeah. stickball. Mm-hmm. So it, it's it's definitely a more difficult game, but it's a lot of fun. And Brighton has had an opportunity that that truly I didn't. And it's it's really interesting because a lot of people my age, um, they're generations before them had moved away from the native right. culture. That's how it was so, for my grandpa yes. and them. Yes. So, I mean, if you go back in history, you can see where it happened, why it happened, um, signing the Dawes Rolls, and a lot of Native children were taken and put in boarding schools to make them assimilate into white society. Mm-hmm. So, really, truly, there are families that didn't, and there were families that did, and mine did. So, um, I really always encourage you guys to talk to your elders that are around because mine are gone. And so I'm trying on my own to kind of move back back into this. And I I take my, my children and my grandchildren now, um, you know, to, to native events and to cultural things, trying to kind of learn about it and get back into that because it is such an important part of our history. Have you ever been to a powwow? Absolutely. Uh, yes, I have been a couple of times. Uh, one with some of my friends who are uh, Native, and then just because I wanted to go and see what it was all about. Now, so, correct me if I'm wrong, but you probably attend more stomp dances than powwows, right? Yeah, I've, I've been to more stomp dances. That's more than a powwows. part of, of the Muscogee um, okay. tribe. Okay. And then um, powwows. The, the, usually I attend some, um, like with our Indian Ed mm-hmm. you know, unit, mm-hmm. um, but otherwise out in Tahlequah during like the heritage month and things like that yes okay well our last segment of the day is gonna be a quick little game would you rather okay so how we're gonna play it is we're just gonna first person is gonna say their would you rather we're all just gonna answer it It'll just be on the spot okay all right okay who wants to go first uh, I mean I can uh I and Chris I I'm sorry I know you haven't had any of the na- native dishes but you know a- after we talked would you guys rather have uh, Indian tacos or grape dumplings Indian tacos cuz my mom would, like makes hers like fresh yeah. so yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Indian, tacos. Indian, ta- Indian tacos Indian tacos yeah, yeah that probably fill me up more mm-hmm. it would the other is a dessert yeah so okay so would you rather live in the city or live like straight country like horses on a farm uh, since you put all that in there city i i don't know i think i'd i think I like, i'd go country i i, like I, I live out kind of you, by myself on a, yeah. on a good plot of land and mm-hmm. i mean it's yeah. it's so peaceful being out there by you know by all by ourselves i hear you That's i love I the am. atmosphere but i want convenience of things being around so would you rather live alone or with a huge group of family mm. That's a that's a tough one just because, you know, as much as I love my family, it, it can get really hectic, especially when a large group of people is under one roof. Facts. So I, I'd probably have to say by myself. But living by yourself would be like, that would be so boring, bro. Yeah, I I'll, Yeah. I'll go with big family. Just, you know, experience. Okay. Of, sometimes you want to be alone, but more often with yeah. people. Yeah. I, I'm not the big family, too. Big family. Yeah. Oh, man, do I have to do one now? Yeah. yeah. 
You're up. I thought you were going to ask all the would you rather's. Okay. <laughs> would you rather um, attend a small college for free or a big university and pay the bill? Small college for free. Small college. Yeah, small college oh for free. Gosh. Well, I I feel like I feel like most smaller colleges they just have a better atmosphere than a lot of the larger. It feels like you're all like family there when you have a smaller right. college and you know like everybody agree. on campus. I completely agree, and it's really interesting for me seeing you guys who come from a really large high school saying that. So yeah, yeah interesting. That's probably why. It's kind of it's kind of like we don't know a lot of people here. So like when yeah, you meet exactly. new you people, it's in. like oh we don't know that person. Oh, exactly. That's who they are. I, I always hear my dad talk the praises of smaller smaller schools because uh-huh. when he lived in Kansas I mean I think his graduating class was like 48 wow. was, right bro that's like yeah. perfect and I graduated with a thousand from Brook and Arrow so like. you know but I will say and we have to give props to all of the opportunities mm-hmm. yeah so big sure. school I have I have nieces in Pennsylvania tiny school and every senior goes to every class all day together there's oh, no geez. extra electives, right? Yeah, see, that you would, would not like that. that yeah, you would that, not that would like that. Terrible. So, that and I always yeah. tons of opportunities. People here. are always just saying, you know, uh, yeah, bigger schools yep. they tend to prepare you better for college just because it's the rigor is there, you yes, know, as is. opposed to a lot of these smaller schools, you know, since they want, you know, they want their entire small class to pass, the rigor yeah. isn't as tough as it is at Broken. And there just aren't the that variety of classes. Yeah, yeah. there's there's not as much because that makes sense. Okay, well, it was really good talking to you guys. Happy Native American Month. Thank you. Same to you guys. Yeah. Thank you for having great. us. It Thank was you great. For, sure. for sure.